in the criminal justice system. Oh, wait, shit, excuse me, wrong monologue. In the black American brunch culture system, the people of Atlanta are represented by two separate but not so equally important groups, the honest and fair food critics and the unrealistic and high-maintenance operators of Atlanta brunch culture who poorly service them. These are their stories. You are now tuned in to the Chaotic Culture Podcast. It's the KKP on your mother flipping airways. Hear the name ringing through the halls and the stairways. You are listening to a bar that can segue. All the latest topics guaranteed to fill your headspace. It's a safe place to voice your opinion. Say what you feel just like you're a kid again. Kid to pro and friends, black as obsidian. Chaotic culture, that's the world we living in. So what's the word? All right. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the Chaotic Culture Podcast, the pod where chaos rules and black culture is supreme. This podcast will deep dive into modern black culture and how millennials and Gen Z can navigate the crazy parts from finances, music, black business highlights, home ownership, HBCU, sports, black nerd, anime, wrestling. If it encompasses black culture, we're going to cover it. Live from the 7-5, I am the host and the creator of the Chaotic Culture Podcast. This is your boy, Ked the Pro, a.k.a. the Calculator Millennial, a.k.a. the Encore Presentation. Now, can I get an encore? Or do you want more aka your favorite toxic adjacent king just watch your girl because if she looked she took aka cat the poet cat the closer the 843 is me but va is where i stay always chaotic never toxic most days back again once again with your favorite black culture highlights and black culture shenanigans uh with us starting out today of course we got uh, a new member of the squad as well as of course the uh the, the oldest member of the squad as well so <laughs> first and foremost we are going to introduce to you some of y'all may know him some of y'all may not but of course he has been on chaotic culture twice now or actually three times now now that i think about it um he uh of course we did an epilogue at the end of season two of course we had it mob join the the pod and then of course we did the um the the first music round table of season five which of course his agenda got pushed in somehow or another uh little hey. john one <laughs> best <laughs> rap group which is which is still crazy <laughs> but we we here now we here so um of course he is the the founder of inside the model from blurred and blurred bond productions um and of course y'all know i'm a part of both so uh one time for the one time ladies and gentlemen uh he is the newest host of of uh, the Culture podcast uh, scuba steve uh please go ahead and introduce yourself sir hey man thanks for being thanks for letting me be here you know what i'm saying old school old school old school i guess that's what we're gonna have to call it um shout out to little john and east side boys for winning best rap group um I think I left for a little bit and somebody lost that shit enough. And then I just was like, nah, we're going to have to push this agenda to get this. <laughs> Some, I can't remember who fucking lost, but I was like, they lost to whoever was in that championship round. And I was like, nah, let's get them out of here. So uh, oh, I ended up voting from not only my page, from the it my page and then the blur my production page. Um, and it was enough. It was enough to tip the scales. By agenda, two votes. Agenda, 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 agenda. Um, yeah, Indeed. man. But uh, man, I'm glad to be here, bro. Like for real, for real. Um, I be wanting to talk about music and shit like that. Um, but you know, in my we kind of we really be touching on comics, video games, mm-hmm. TV. We don't really touch on music as much as we 
you know what I'm saying, we could or we should. So this is actually going to be a nice little uh, avenue for me to get that off, man, because I listen to a lot, a lot of music in my car, man. Uh, just being an Uber, doing Ubers all the time, and then doing that transportation job I was doing. So yeah, man. So I'm 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 happy to be here. Hey, I feel that, man. I feel that. Uh, of course, joining us as well is the uh the first co-pilot of the Category Podcast, Law. Please introduce yourself, sir. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Law, Uh, we're back again, another week, another episode. Excited to see what we dive into this week. I hear we're going to be uh, talking about some very interesting topics. So buckle your seatbelts and hang on because we're about to depart. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. So uh, first things first, as we begin every episode, we like to start off with our mental health check. you know, this can be quick or as long as, as anybody wants to take. Of course, just, you know, say what's on the mind, say how you're feeling this week and let it be known, you know, what you're going through. And maybe you don't want to let everybody know. And that's perfectly fine as well. But this is your opportunity, you know, to speak on how your mental health has been. So, uh, Scuba Steve, how's your mental health, sir? I mean, um, shoot, it's better now. Uh, being on the road for a month and a half away from my kids and stuff like that, that was taking the to- toll on me a little bit. Now I'm back home. And then I was low-key stressed about like uh, doing some of the Wake the Dead stuff uh, that I do with my production company, the audiobook side. And uh, I felt like I wasn't contributing as much on one end. Like on the back end, I was doing like, you know what I'm saying, a lot of like other stuff like that, getting things together and stuff. But I was letting Alpha run the show and uh, I couldn't really jump in there the way I wanted to to help. So I did feel like I was uh, causing stress on everybody else, which was causing me to have stress. You know what I'm saying? But um, mm-hmm. other than that, man, I'm good now. Being able to trick or treat with my kids and do some family stuff and stuff like that really helped out. So I'm good now. But for a while, I was like, Ugh. I was like, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing an extra job to chase my dreams, but I'm not actually doing anything, you know what I'm saying, with my dreams, if that makes sense. So it kind of was getting annoying. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I understand. Listen, that road life can be rough. And this is coming from somebody who rents trucks and cars for a living. Like, I trust me, I get it. I absolutely get right. it. So I'm just glad that you were able to, you know, take some time off and, you know, finally were able to get back home and, uh, and you know, spend some time with your kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, like, it just, it was starting to remind me of deployments and stuff like that. And I was like, nah. <laughs> I was like, that's the only reason why I got out the Army. Out. Yeah, I get you. That's the, That's the reason why you got out. So, hey, mm-hmm. say less, man. Say less. Uh, Law, I know this has been kind of a rough week, man, uh, for the both of us, but I just wanted to say how you're feeling today and if everything's a little better. Uh, yeah. So, started this month or end of last month, you know, uh, bittersweet because I had to miss homecoming because of work. Um, you know, still realizing what it means to be an adult, you know. Uh, I think me and I are the youngest of the pod, so coming in at 27, you know, um, mm. it was like, I was up one month, you know, my birthday was last month and then it turned around and it started this month. It's just been a doozy. Um, had a passing in the family, someone, uh, I literally grew up with from middle school through high school. And, um, you know, it's kind of bittersweet. So I just encourage everybody to reach out to your loved ones. Um, 
if y'all have had disagreements, whatever, whatever, you know, put, let the bygones be bygones because there's nothing worse than not being able to pick up the phone and, and call the people that you may or may not have been uh, at, at source with. Um, yeah, the, this last quarter of the year is, is definitely, definitely hitting hard. And mm-hmm. so um, I'm just, like I said, I'm I'm strapped in. I'm not going to give up. But uh, y'all just keep me in prayer. Keep my family in prayer. And yeah. <laughs> Always, man. Always. And listen, I, I get it, man. Uh, you know, as someone who also lost a, fa- a family member um, this past summer, I, I know the feeling. It's not a good feeling at all. And then uh, on top of that, you know, with, with everything that you got going on as far as, you know, adulting and figuring out adult life and having to work, it, it, it sucks, but you know, I know that we would definitely like keep you in prayer. And then as always, if you need anybody to talk to, you got us to lean on. So, you know, feel free to give us a call or give us a shout, man. Even if you just got to drop by the crib one time, just to, you know, wind down, just let me know, you know, my door is always open. I appreciate that for sure. Yeah, man. Uh, for me, uh, I will say that the last week or, or, or homecoming week was um, was phenomenal. Um, and then work has been really kind of bogging me down as well. Um, I've also uh, I, I didn't have a loss in the family, but, you know, changes in uh, family plans had to happen, unfortunately, because I, I do have a family member who is um, very um sick at the moment as well um on top of the fact of you know with me still paying attention to my grandmother and her health so it's just been a very very up and down week for myself um some some old feelings and some old uh, emotions came back that i was that i thought that i was completely over but clearly that was not the case so just having to take time to myself you know pray uh, try to set up a meeting with my therapist as you know as soon as possible but ultimately trying to distract myself by doing things that I enjoy. So uh, needless to say, you know, I, I'm going to talk about homecoming in a second, but uh, it was a, a very rough week. But overall, I think, you know, some good did happen and, you know, we'll just continue to build from that. And I think that's all that I can ask for. So with that in mind, um, I really just want to jump into this real quick. Um, because I know that I was really the only one out of the the Hamptonians on this pod who actually got a chance to to go to uh, Hampton's homecoming. And let me just say that a 32-year-old kid is not 22-year-old kid. (laughs) 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 I I, And I realized that very, very quickly because I picked up a pair of the 20-inch symbols for the first time since... 2009 when that was my freshman year at Hampton and you know that's when I marched the dubs um and then I went to 18s my uh sophomore year and then I went to Quince I went to an entirely different instrument um on my junior senior year but picking up dubs for the first time in 14 years you think that you have the same kind of endurance because like oh man I've been in the gym I've been lifting you know I'm I'm good to go I should be able to carry these things hell no trying to play those symbols for an extended period of time was like, Oh my gosh, I'm not used to this pain. Like I, I remember why I hated playing the dubs in my freshman year because these shits was heavy. 
<laughs> so um I, I think it disappeared now, but I ended up getting the glory scar on my arm. Uh, because you you choke wrong and yeah it'll it'll happen you'll get bruises if you're not careful uh, but I don't know exactly exactly Everybody and but uh, at the same time you know what I had I had fun you know my body is not what it used to be um though if you saw that video on my profile that move I oh no I got hella endurance for it. it's just a matter of actually carrying the symbols which was the um that was the bad part, but so I, I don't got a few uh, unsolicited comments about that video. I'm just going to be like, listen, this is what I used to do as a simple player. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they do now, but <laughs> this is how we used to get down. So I had a couple of, of my classmates like, why was you wilding at the, uh, on the tunnel like that? I was like, this is what I used to do when I was marching. She said, I never seen that. Sheesh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, you were. I was like, oh, you really wasn't paying attention, but this is what I used to do. But in, in any case, homecoming was uh was a good experience. It was my class's 10 year anniversary. We had fun, we drank, we we held jokes, we talked, um, caught up with some classmates I ain't seen it since 2009 Caught up with some people I ain't seen since graduation. The the liquor was of course bountiful. I didn't get any noob juice I'm this bountiful. time, but hey i I had to say it like listen there was looking everywhere i turned i was like oh i have my own handle and then somebody else like hey uh here's a cup of sticky juice i'm like oh well don't mind if i do (laughs) (laughs) so now i didn't get any of the nuke juice this time but i that's that that'll come you know i will probably make our own batch sometime this month too because you know it's that season where probate season happens so you know i know it's, it's gonna be on deck but uh homecoming was was really really fun this is actually one of the best hampton homecomings that i've had in a long long time and usually homecoming is like it's good but then you know sometimes you know it might be hit or miss but this one i thoroughly enjoyed from start to finish and so the shout out to the new president uh president daryl k williams because he he said we're gonna change this joint around and you know how the students had their own little homecoming concert. Well, the alumni had theirs at the alumni mixer. So I was just like, dang, we gonna got two homecoming concerts for real, for real. This ain't never happened before. Yeah. Like he he was pulling out all the funds. So the for the students, he had uh Nardo Wick, Mariah the Scientist, and Lola Brooke. Damn. Yeah, for the alumni, uh he had um there was this cover band called Lakeside that showed up. Um, you had Rare Essence, which is a go-go band, on one stage. And then on the other stage, uh, Jermaine Dupree actually came by for a hot second. He was late. And then, of course, they told him that he couldn't stay because he was late. Um, but he did a good, he did a quick 20-minute set. Uh, then we had SWV, who was the best performance by far. Like, I'm glad that I finally got a chance to say I saw SWV live. Then, oddly enough, Steve, it, Armani White was at the... Um, alumni hmm. performance and a lot of the alumni didn't know who he was i knew who he was i was like uh it probably would have fit better for the younger students because i know a lot of y'all don't know who he is um hey, but we would hey no no he, hmm. he still did a good show and i had to tell some of them i was like it's probably one of those situations where his schedule didn't align to come that wednesday so instead he came friday or 
maybe they just I, I don't know it I, I think that it was a, a scheduling issue but he still they wanted him to still perform because they paid him so they were like hey come on Friday and perform as well and then the headliner was um was big boy from outcast oh, okay cool cool, so, cool. yeah that that was the uh, the headliner and I stayed the entire time so it was a good experience it was a good experience and of course the Saturday game was was great I snuck out in the third quarter to you know go to the alumni tents and get more liquor and get and get food and shit but I got back in time for the end of the game and um Hampton did beat North Carolina A&T so uh shout out to us we actually are going to have more than uh five wins <laughs> for the first time in a while or well i won't say more than five wins but it's the first time the hamptons football team has had five wins in quite the in quite the long time so uh shout out to them i'm a little disappointed though because uh as of this recording uh y'all are gonna hear this wednesday but we're recording the tuesday before but um monday hampton played howard in basketball and howard actually won and that hasn't happened in a long time not in basketball anyway so mm-hmm. i'm just like Yikes. Funny, okay. funny enough, my um one of my homeboys had went to Hampton and played on a basketball scholarship back in the day. This is you know, this is years ago. But he used to uh root for them. So I used to always be uh catching his games online and stuff like that. Oh yeah, back when Hampton they, was like semi good. Probably like then because this is back in like you know, oh five, oh six, stuff like that. So oh okay, yeah, yeah. They were they were really decent that year. Yeah, about to say yeah. So I'm about to say it's funny enough, but um, you're talking about homecoming. You make me think about. I saw all the pictures of PV homecoming. I saw those pictures too, bro. I was jealous, bro. I was I was jealous. I mean, hold on. Speaking of PV homecoming, um, I don't know if y'all have seen the video, but um, there was a DJ booth and a young lady who was uh, shall I say, risking it all for the camera. Mm-hmm. Like, I I saw the video mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, she uh, she really she really wanted to be on camera. It just clicked. Which video y'all talking about? Oh boy, my people, my, yeah, my people. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's, I was. It's not, it's, it's not worth it. Oh, your mama gonna beat your. Well, um, speaking of um, homecomings as well, I just wanted to say there was uh, a couple of videos of Norfolk State's homecoming. One where the fans was um, they they bum rushed the uh, the gate. Like it was a whole mass of them. I saw one girl was like actually climbing over the fence and whatnot, but then a whole bunch of students or whoever it was they just lifted up the gate and they all just kind of bum rushed that joint i was like okay then well shit and then another video where uh for those who know about um the spartan legion or norfolk state's marching band they have this thing called the spartan guard mm-hmm. and the guard was throwing they, they was they was fighting the football team not norfolk's team but morgan state's football team and boy, the Spartan Guard got wrecked, but um, obviously. Um, but in all of the videos where I've seen, like anytime that you hear about the Spartan Guard fighting, you usually see like they holding their own. But this is yeah. against the, the Morgan State football team. You it, uh-huh. it was like, damn, bro, y'all over here getting wrecked. But I don't know what happened, I don't know what started. I just saw the video. Uh the football team was throwing bows and throwing them folk around. I was like, 
Jackson. Was it like uh, Drumline when it was like, well, who you throwing for? Man, I was throwing for myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Did anybody jump in and help, dude? Or... I don't know, bro, because all I saw was the guard fighting. I didn't see any of the other band members engage. And I, I don't know if it was where it was like it was at the end of the tunnel. I don't know if they was marching in. I, I don't I don't have any details, bro. But I, apparently there was an investigation going on uh, about the fight. So I guess we'll hear more details as they pop up. But uh, yeah. Um, and speaking of which are the aficionado Sap, Sappy has officially joined us. Hello. Hello, Hello. Happy. How are you? I am alive, barely. I'm trying to see if I can connect my headphones. So if I go away, that's my fault, y'all. It's not a problem. You know, we'll bring you back. But um, yeah, we were just. Yeah, can you one more time? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. All right, bet. But yes, Abby, we were just actually talking about homecoming shenanigans that happened. You know, I talked about Hampton's that homecoming. I didn't attend. About it's, yeah, yes, I know you. You yeah. really missed a great homecoming. It's always next year. I did. It's all good. Next year. Right, yeah, next year is gonna be a good homecoming too. So, um, then we were just talking about uh the situation that happened at a uh, PV's homecoming with the, the the girl at the DJ booth, and then we the, the multiple oh run it back run it back what run happened back. <laughs> uh let's just say uh fruits and vegetables were used in a very promiscuous nah bro wait whoa 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 <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is Look, this a video that I should search for or no? Uh, I mean, you can look up PV Homecoming. It might be the first thing to pop up, but to give you a that's synopsis, wild. The um, eggplant emoji is crazy for you that are size <laughs> now, guys. Like after, uh, there's no way that anybody is wanting an eggplant. <laughs> Human anatomy does not work like that. Wow. I mean, well, I mean, to be fair, they did. This is a new definition of throat goat. <laughs> They they started off with things more um to uh what's the word to scale there we mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. um and then, to the uh to the whipped cream as a lubricant <laughs> <laughs> as a lubricant is crazy <laughs> very <laughs> oh boy. hey bro that's wild. Yeah, they yeah. started with like bananas. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> just so more, more to scale, and then they just—it just got out of hand. They just brought out a whole eggplant, and I was just like, "Yo, yeah, mm, got a little yeah, out yeah, that's wild." Very First of all, I don't think that's a place. Well, <laughs> never mind. Homecoming is homecoming. Do you, bro? PV is not not a real place because <laughs> they got other videos where like. Dude body slammed a girl and all of a sudden a charger came out of nowhere and oh, ran him yeah. over. It was like like it was some crazy stuff going that on at TV. What? Yeah, that was PV. Hey, PV used to be wild already, so I already know it's still used to be. It seems times. like it still yeah. is. Damn, but maybe it was a good thing I didn't go to PV. Man, man when I was at PV, it was just like that's all we were doing was fighting. <laughs> like, so I know that's what it's it's kind of still like that. So wow. That's what 
that is absolutely crazy. But yeah. you know what? TV, you know, it's productive people over there still, though. Yes. Some people doing the right things. Some people. Shout out to the storm. <laughs> the March of storm, yeah. The March of storm, absolutely. <laughs> Hey, um, and then uh, Sappy, we also just talked about the uh, the Norfolk State incident where in one video you had like oh my God. All, all the students <laughs> bum rushing um the protective oh, gate, I saw that. and then yeah, and then the other video where it was the Spartan Guard versus the Morgan State football team, and how the, the Spartan Guard got pretty much molly whopped. Damn, I got yeah. respect for them though. Hey, listen, they, they tried. They tried. They, they wouldn't back down, but boy, they was they was catching them hands. So Thank you. All, <laughs> so that's that's all I can really say to that is a hey, more power to y'all. Um, but homecoming, especially at HBCU, you know, there there are things that you know, great things always happen and then crazy things always happen. But um, I've heard, you know. I saw the like the all the video, not the videos, but just like all the screen um or the sky shots of Jiho. For those who don't know who Jiho, that's greatest homecoming on earth of uh, North Carolina AT. Uh, I saw a lot of uh sky shots of how you know big they do it. Um I saw a lot of pictures of South Carolina State's homecomings. I think this year a lot of the uh HBCU homecomings really did their thing. So um if you had the opportunity to attend an HBCU, I'm gonna just say it's nothing like it. I, yep. I do want to put a brief caveat out there um, as being a res uh, former resident of North Carolina and North Carolinian. Um, Central has to stop with the back and forth with A&T for who had the best homecoming. Um, <laughs> There's no I mean, competition. I, I, there really isn't. Like, And the, the comparison photo that I kept seeing was um i guess their yard versus uh a and t's and people have to put things into scale um a and t is about pretty much the size of i'll say like if you've ever been on happiness campus uh as a listener um we have a va hospital beside it a and t's campus goes about the distance from the highway to the VA hospital plus Hampton's campus. And that's mm -hmm. just giving a rough estimate. Um, Central's campus is a little bit smaller. It is probably about the size of uh, Hampton's campus, maybe going into like the parking lot area of uh, the VA hospital. So for to try to capture all of the attendees, um, it's not really a, a comparison and you got to think about it. They have been saying uh, or been coining A&T's homecoming Jiho for as long as I have probably been alive. So, you know, for y'all to now say that Central had the greatest homecoming on earth. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna let y'all have y'all opinion, but there is none like the original. And I was attending Jiho and I ain't had no business to be attending. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it happens like that sometimes, man. You sneak away for a weekend. Mama staying at uh Brad house. All right. And we on the road for hours to go and, and party with the people who just recently graduated high school that are at G Hub. So mm. 
Yeah, good times, good times. But uh, <laughs> hey, speaking of North Carolina, I might have purchased my um Dreamville Fest ticket this morning. Uh, oh, man. Man. my best friend this, still ain't get back to me on this. I had the website open to purchase tickets. I, now, is it sold out already? Probably. Nah. The, the, so okay, this morning it sent a link and said that uh to purchase it. So I was in there like at the 300 range or whatever. And I was like looking through about to buy it. And I was, for some reason, I was reading all the fucking stipulations and stuff for some reason. So 10 minutes later, when I clicked it, it was saying the three, all the 309 ones, those were sold out. Mm. I, had to, yeah, I had to go up. To, yeah. I had to go up to 449. Okay. So the cheap ones are sold out. Yeah. <laughs> the cheap ones, yeah. excuse me. Cause it ain't really cheap, but yeah. Okay. Damn, you God, my how, what, what that ticket going for? Shoot, four, it's four forty nine. Was the one I got. Um, got some of them were, yeah, they do. Um, oh, okay. Some of them was like five oh nine and stuff like that. Um, I bought. I tell you I bought, right now, uh, three oh nine is still going for. They still going right now. Three oh nine. I know okay. you lying because I tried to buy them shits like three times this morning. <laughs> oh. Damn! <laughs> like I kept on trying. Every time <laughs> I tried to buy them, right them oh, you on yeah, the website? Well, yeah. Cause I was doing it on my phone, and like every time I refreshed it, it was saying three hundred nine was sold out. Look, pulls out. Everything else is there is a wait list. <laughs> I'm mm, mad. I, they, I might have play. to. Uh, they play. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I got to play. What up, Zuko? <clears throat> and uh, for those who don't know, Zuko is uh, Zappy's dog. Y'all hear him whining in the background? My bad, y'all. I, I think you got the headphones in, so I, I can't hear anything. He said, let me get some, some screen time. <laughs> no, I don't need that thing. I feel that. Uh, speaking of Dreamville tickets, yeah, I think I'm going to, maybe not this week, but the, the week after, even if it's the one of the more expensive ones, I think I'm going I'm to try and slide out there because I've been wanting to go to uh, to the Dreamville Festival for a minute now. Um, It's probably, it's going to be at the beginning of the month, and I know something in the water is probably going to be the same month it's going to be at the very end of uh april unless they decide to do something different so that'll be interesting to try to go to in july though? and no it was only in july of 2022 um okay, this past year it was at the end of, yeah that's the year that we it was in dc and that's also the year i first caught COVID out there because it's there me too you probably who i got it from the <laughs> yeah i remember who i got it from and i remember how it happened because we i was talking to homie and he he actually like when he talked, he, he it was one of those say it don't spray it kind of moments, and he definitely sprayed it. And then I go on his uh, IG and I see that this dude caught the flu, quote unquote. And I'm like, oh! And then I started getting symptoms, and I'm like, I'll, let me let me take a COVID test. Sure enough, had it. Thankfully, it was there was a few weeks before the you know DreamCon and uh, when DreamCon was still in Dallas. So thankfully, you know everything cleared up. But that's uh, and Steve can remember that's the main reason why I was still majority wearing my mask throughout that entire uh, con that year anyway. Yes, mm-hmm. But in any case, uh, right we will. We will go ahead and uh, move on to our next topic. Um, this is just going to be real quick. Did anybody see uh, Megan Thee Stallion's new video, Cobra? Hmm. I did not. Did I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I've seen the reviews, though. I, 
Yeah, I, I basically saw the little clips, but that's it. I didn't actually watch the video. Got it. So this will be just fa fairly quick because I did see the video. She did put a uh, um, she she had a huge budget for that joint. So uh, more power to her. Um, the, if you've actually listened to the song, um, it is really it's actually kind of dark because it does go into like her depression it goes into you know the things that she was dealing with as far as you know her um her parents passing her grandma passing party cheating on her uh getting shot just a lot of things that she was dealing with uh throughout these last couple years so if you haven't gotten a chance to at least listen to it i encourage you to do so now if you decide to watch it I mean, it's, it's a Megan Thee Stallion video, so you're going to see some <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know, but that coupled with the lyrics, it's it's like, dang, okay, I get it. But you know, she does a, a, a little sultry dance at the end, and I thought, you know, okay, all right, I see you out here, Megan. Continue, continue doing what you do. That's that's all I can say. That is, that, 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 that woman is uh, blessed. Yeah. I was saying, yes. I was seeing some people say make the comments that that was her opportunity to do like a love is blind Eve type video. And she went the opposite way with it and stuff like that. So I saw some comments where people was reacting like that. But uh, for me, I myself would not be complaining. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I did see some. I see some people in the comments saying that shit. And they was all like, "No, this was her moment. This was her moment." I was all like, "Ah, I'm good." <laughs> I was like, "I'm good. I'm good with what we saw." Yeah, at least I, in the clip. Listen, listen mm -hmm. I just I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna watch this whole video. If if, if there if I don't do nothing else, I'm gonna watch a Megan Thee Stallion video. That's just me personally. Mm -hmm. I'm, no I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> no sound on at all. I'm just watching it." <laughs> <laughs> it's like listen, I don't, I don't even gotta listen. I, I just watch. Alright, but um yeah, yeah, for those of you who actually, you know, want to take a a chance and watch it, like please do so and definitely listen to it. Again, Megan has proven time and time again that she can spit. And the, the subject matter is, you know, very deep. So definitely please be sure that you, you know, tune in if you want to hear something that's different from the usual Megan Thee Stallion tracks. As far as the Megan Thee Stallion visuals, well, those are the same. But still, you know, it's it, it was a it was a good video. So I have to give her props for that. Uh, real quick. Are there any uh, new show recommendations or new music recommendations out here? I'm going to go ahead and knock this out real early. Um, who just dropped that? Uh, what's listening to? Bum, 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 bum. Also, for those that do and do not know, um, if I'm not mistaken, if you have, all right. So, Title Now has a subscription type thing going on. So, um, I think based upon what subscription you get, um, certain concerts you can actually stream live through the app. Okay. Um, Brent dropped. That was okay. yeah. Brent Fire dropped. It wasn't as good as his last couple albums were to me. Oh, no, damn. Damn, I didn't okay. even know he dropped something. I didn't either. Go ahead and add that to there. Um, I will just tell you again to not 
have high, I'm not gonna say I don't have high expectations. Um, and caveat to that, I think we have to also stop remembering artists for where they once started, and also realize where they have evolved to. Um, People can but, evolve. Yes, folks can evolve, but and folks can also devolve too. For the better and, and that as well. You mm. <laughs> you are right, kid. <laughs> so okay i did see that uh brent fires dropped also um while listening to an alex isley album i did not realize that she also dropped an album as another album as well so let me go was with that with that lord jesus yeah i left my heart there with with uh terrace martin for those who know my boy on sax if you have not listened to Terrence, you've heard Terrence Martin. Like, if you listen to Kendrick, you know who Terrence Martin is, or you should know who Terrence Martin is. But, um, yeah, she has a, um, an album with Terrence Martin called I Left My Heart in Ladera. And I, I, I happened to stumble upon it while I was re listening to Mara Gold. Um, I was literally just at work listening to it. And I'm like, wait, she dropped an album? Oh, oh, well, let me tune into that. I haven't tapped in, tapped in yet, but that is definitely on my queue. So, yeah, if for those who are. Um, R&B heads, yes, definitely be sure that you check out Alex Isley. If you don't know who that is, that is, uh, that's Eddie's daughter, right? Ernie. Ernie. I don't know why I said Eddie. Golly, God. Uh, Man, speaking of the Isley brothers, I was trying to get tickets to their show on Sunday. First of all, why are their tickets so goddamn expensive? It's just the two of them, and they don't got new music. It's the but then again, brothers. it was at MGM, so I was a little upset. But oh, I ended up oh yeah. Not going. Move. Yep. MGM, you doing something? Um, the Grizzly album dropped today. I listened to like two, the first two songs. I haven't got to really dive into it yet. But um, how? I said, what is Sir Grizzly talking about? Fucking just stories about murdering people. Is that like? It's just basically this nigga just get different stories and it's like oh i ran up on somebody and i went to this dude house to go see him and his grandma was in there like one of the the videos that just like re released was like somebody was reacting to it on tiktok and dude was basically t grizzly went to this dude house um to go see his uh his homeboy his grandma opened the door and he he chopping it up with her throughout the whole song and then when he finally go see his homeboy the homeboy is the new plug and he's scared of him and stuff because yeah. he just got out. So he ended up killing the homeboy and the grandma come in there and he killed the grandma too. And I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, it's just like, it's just basically stories about like killing people or robbing people or hitting licks. That's all it is. It ain't actually, I mean, I don't know uh, so how the album went completely because that's his version of Tony's story. Uh, huh? Meek, uh, Meek, remember Meek Mill's Tony story? Yeah, pretty much mm. stuff like that. Oh, that's the videos that I've been seeing um, that he's been releasing. Um, but I see that he got Mariah the Scientist on here, Chris Brown on there twice, 21 Savage. So he got a, a few features on there, uh, City Girls. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and give it a spin tomorrow probably on my rides. Okay. What did y'all think for, uh, for all the dogs? Mm-mm. I meant to do a review episode on that. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gave it a few listens. Um Oof. you gave it a few. I yeah. just so I could one where I could listen to just to one. see listen the other <laughs> to listen to it just so I can kind of actually critique it. Um it's not his worst album. I'm gonna just leave it at that because honestly, wow. never mind to me it's still his worst. Yeah, but, just... but you said which one was the worst? I said honestly, never mind is still his worst album, in my opinion. I don't know. I love that album. I really I, I, love that album. I, I, I don't. I, I, I've, I, tried. I I, I've tried. I think I've tried. Because it's a different drink, but it's a still a good drink. Uh, I've, I've, I've Maybe given because I like house music. And and see, it's not that I that's don't. That's the thing. It wasn't a good house album for me. That's yeah, that's what I was for me. It was like I don't dislike house music. I just this wasn't a good house album to me. But anyway, um, yeah, that that album. Um, you know what it feels like though. All of these these recent albums, it just feels like it's like stuff from the vault. Like he's just releasing. He got a whole bunch of shit in the vault. He like hell. Let me make money off of it. So let me just release it. That's what it gets given. To, to it, me, it, I feel like he haven't had any life moments happen because he's putting out music two albums a year. I'm like, you don't have no life events going on, so you don't got nothing to really talk about. So I feel like that's what's killing some of his um, music for me right now because of the fact that he don't have any life events and stuff that something to talk about. And honestly, that is uh boils down to the comment he made where he's like uh, i'm not like any of these guys that wait you know two three four five years to make an album i'm like well bro maybe you should you need because... some inspiration yeah, <laughs> you need to be exactly. before you drop an album bro <laughs> at 100 because i know that that was i guess a subtle dig at, Ken- at kendrick who waited five years before he dropped um mr morale but he went through kendrick went through a whole lot of shit in those five years yeah. Uh, whereas it's like you you dropping music like as you said two albums every year and it's like bro you're not really going through anything and you staying relevant and still making music but you're not giving yourself a break or or giving yourself the opportunity to have life experiences so yeah you giving it, us 30 songs like, a year and four of them are replayable and the rest and, of and, them and, just yeah <laughs> like I, I i you know 8 a.m. in Charlotte. I can I can live with uh, having replay value. Everything else is kind of like, hmm, maybe I don't know. It, it's just it feels like he has yeah no motivation whatsoever to make music again. And I'm just like yeah, you keep doing this this shit. Like the the hunger is not there anymore. The drive is not there anymore. You just you releasing stuff and you know it's gonna sell because the name Drake is now you know that's, it's too big to fail mm-hmm. at this point. Um, I didn't know we was going that far back. So if that's the case, then I did like the uh even though I mean it's a different vibe. I like Tiger the Tiger and YG album. Um I like YG. YG give me hype, even though lyrically that's not what I'm looking for. But like mm-hmm. when it's like that vibe of what I want, you know, trying to get hype, I, I fuck with YG. So I enjoyed that album. I actually haven't gotten a chance to listen to it. It's it's on my queue though, but like I've got a lot of stuff that I gotta like comb through because this is it's it's really hard to keep up with so much music, you know, being out in the uh in the internet and whatnot. It's really hard to keep up, but I mm. I, I will definitely revisit that. And I think uh, Kali Grove Two came out as well. Hmm, that was something that I was looking forward to. Yeah, I think that uh, came out as well. And if it hasn't, um, then I know it's coming out soon. Y'all listen to Money Man. 
Mm-hmm. No, uh, we got about another week or so for uh, Cali Grove. Okay. We got another week, we got another week back. Um, Money Man, he dropped uh, Croptober recently. You know, okay. he's telling you about how to get an LLC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I know of Money Man. I just, I know that I'm not like the, his biggest fan, but I will definitely put that album in rotation. That's definitely something that I would do. I know that the boy, the, the man gets hella listens. Did you listen to um, Kid Cudi and Pharrell's collab? I did listen to that collab um, song that, that dropped. I thought it was, it was different. It, was it, it definitely was. Definitely different for Cudi anyway. So, yeah, I got at the party like in rotation. And I was like, oh, you know what? I actually I actually dig it. It's Again, it's different for Cudi, but uh, it, it kind of works. Oh, uh someone else just dropped while i was uh looking through uh i know steve had said something about um mariah the scientist being on um t grizzly's albums but speaking of rich mariah the scientist actually j- did just drop an album so oh really? uh, i i haven't peeped it yet but that's definitely going to be uh, going on my list as well so it's just a, it's a lot of music that's actually coming out yeah this month is supposed to be season. yeah <clears throat> indeed and we all know Christmas season is coming back up, so y'all already know. Like everybody gonna be playing the Christmas music. I wait until after Thanksgiving before I start playing. Oh, here we go. Yeah, here, see, <laughs> that's one I could probably tolerate before and, Christmas. What are you I mean, serious? The Jackson Five Christmas album is already in rotation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play about the Christmas holiday. What? Good I lo- I love Christmas and I love Christmas music, but I cannot hear it before. Uh, Thanksgiving. I have to at least wait till Thanksgiving. First of all, if I could do it twenty four seven, I would. Uh, see, I, I'm not. Same. I'm not like that at all. One, <laughs> one album that I do kind of like randomly listen to is uh, CeeLo Green's Christmas album. Um, I that is a good album. And yeah, listen, his rendition of "Mary Did You Know" is still one of my absolute favorites. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I nothing with that. beats the "What Did the Lonely Do." That is a great song. <laughs> CeeLo, between CeeLo and Pentatonix, I'll run them Christmas albums. Pentatonix, what? Oh my God, I love Pentatonix. <laughs> I'm so mad Avi left. Okay. Yeah, Avi, but Avi was saying it was too fast paced. He couldn't keep up because, you know, he was older I get than it. it was. <laughs> I get it. But my man, Take one for the team. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, ain't doing what he need to do. I mean, he black, so I'm gonna root for him anyway. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We can't root against him. He, he not giving but what I need. Ivy was that nigga though. Like. Okay. People, yeah. People. People didn't understand like how important that um him and um what's the black Kevin? dude that played thirteen different instruments. Instruments and, Kevin. Shit and speak like twenty. Kevin, well, them niggas, they was mm-hmm. really carrying the group, like with the boat, with the back on their uh, backs. Uh, yeah, especially when they was on um, what's the shit called uh, the singing competition joint um that they was on um. Oh, this, see now that you said it, I can't even think of it. Yeah, they was in the acapella singing group, uh, singing competition before. That's how yeah, it was the, I think um, it was called the single. That was the one with Afro Blue yeah. in it too. Yeah, mm. like that shit was fire. Um, the reason why that shit was so impressive because it was only it's only five of them. 
and them acapella groups come up there with 16, 18 different people, mm-hmm. and there's only five of them, and they're doing the same thing, and they run the app. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can we can talk about that. Yeah, I, I, I was <laughs> gonna say, man, that's, that's, a, <laughs> that's a whole different segment. Uh but yeah, there's there's a, a lot of music that's dropped, guys, and um, we will uh, of course keep you guys updated on what we're listening to and uh, you know what's been going on. So, um, our next uh, music roundtable that we do on Pod, not on uh, X slash Twitter, whatever, uh, is going to be Dreamville. So um, let's go. Yeah, having a good good start yeah, that, for me. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> gonna be a yeah. It's it's gonna be a great episode. That's that is probably coming around new year's so uh and i wanted to do that for new year's to give people time to listen to all the projects that are underneath dreamville um because we know that there are yeah and and to be fair when you have um with earth gang you know i have to make the disclaimer like we're not doing every album that earth gang has ever done because some of their albums are not on the dreamville yeah i know i was like dang i gotta go all the way back to shallow grace with toys i I still got a couple mixtapes from from hampton Listen, I got one of their mixtapes somewhere in my crate, (laughs) but um, yeah, it's I we we only stick it to the albums that they released on Dreamville's imprint, which was only uh two albums and EP and then a compilation album, not including Revenge of the Dreamers. Um, I believe it was Spill Legion, but when trying to incorporate all their entire body of work in that uh playlist, I was like, yo, we ain't never gonna get done. Um, in a decent amount of time, so we're just again sticking with albums and projects that they released underneath, <clears throat> just like we did with TDE. So, um, but of course, with J Cole, we gotta we gotta do everything that he's done because I mean he's the founder of, of Dreamville. So yeah, I'll say shout out to them as well for uh, starting their scholarship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know yeah, I, I feel so bad, but I saw that and I was like, dang, Harvey was really holding folks back. He I ain't never did, seen so much man. happen at Hampton in one year. And I'm like, dang, dude. Listen, Sappy. Um, <laughs> it, it's just so, so incredibly hopeful, but also sad because, as you said, with, and I don't want to speak ill on Dr. Harvey, but you can really just tell that a lot of people did not mess with him. And the moment that President Williams gets in and starts making these positive changes. Now, all of a sudden, you see Town Bank giving a million dollars. You see different programs being started at the university. You see another degree coming, another degree program coming into the university. You, Earth Gang starting a scholarship uh, with help from Title. I'm just sitting here like, can somebody just give them their degrees? Because they were literally a couple days from graduating and got out by five. Yeah, oh well. Everybody know I'm about five. They don't play about that. I, nope. I I know, but I'm really just like, man, can y'all make an exception for them? Because they donated money. They still going strong and literally was literally to like a couple of days away from walking the stage. Just give it to them at this stage. But that's that's not my I remember call. that too. That's the funny part. Yeah. Now uh, now Jid, I understand, you know, Jid didn't finish his degree program because dude was dude was gone before we knew what happened, but you know, it is what it is. And shout out to J2, who also went to Hampton. So, we are going to uh, go to the next one. And new shows. Are there any new shows? I know uh, Loki is uh, is going crazy right now. I haven't uh, actually watched season two yet, but 
Um, mm-hmm. That's something that I'm going to be jumping into probably as soon as we get finished with potting. Um, I'd, Invincible has come back. So, yes, sir. Yes, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be watching oh, I that. I have a list. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, we talk about TV list. shows. We're going to be here a minute. <laughs> I know, I know. So let, let's let's stick to like a couple shows, and then we we can move on to the All next. All right, I give y'all three. Have y'all seen Jim okay. B yet? Yes, sir. Yes, what? sir. Mind blown. I'm not there yet. But get on it. I'm, y'all I'm, I'm still running through the boys. Give me, give me a second. I'm not there yet, sir. <laughs> you're still on the boys. Yes, I'm still behind, guys. You have, yeah, you gotta watch the boys to. Because it's, I mean, just, you don't necessarily need to, but the season finale makes sense. Uh, I'm gonna get there. You, you might need to watch season three, is super important as far as like uh, the soup lives matter and stuff that goes on through that. That's important yes, to that, the gym. That's, that's true. That's true. Is this yeah. on Netflix? But also on Amazon. Oh, Amazon Prime. No, that's on Amazon Prime. Got also it. on Amazon Prime is Upload. That that season just started. I, mm-hmm. They got only a few. I think three episodes is out so far. Well, I've only seen three episodes, but that's um, that's really good. And then another show that is phenomenal so far is called Black Cake. Um, it's based off a book, but this one it is so good. Y'all need to watch that. Oh, I watched Jim B like you did. Uh, Loki, like Ken said. Um, in- Invincible finna go insane right now because I read the comic already. So, yeah, it's Invincible finna go crazy this season. Mm. Um, I watched The Changeling, um, with Lakeith Stanfield on Apple TV. Yes, that was good. That shit is fire. Um, Ted Lasso last season came out. Um, The Morning Show new season is coming out, and if I'm not mistaken, um. What's the Jew? Uh, Severance season two is about to come out as well. I don't know if you watch Severance, Sappy, but you uh, Apple, so get yes. on. Yeah, get on that one. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I think that's it. Uh, there's other stuff, but I watch so much stuff. Yeah, we'll be here all day. <laughs> Indeed. Um, that's all. Uh, and that's not all that I had because I also had a, you know a couple anime for those who um. Our Attack on Titan fans, it has finally ended. The final season. Yep, the the final episode aired this past weekend. Uh, You know, some people have certain feelings about it, and some people are, you know, indifferent about it. Me, I never had a problem with the ending, so I was just like, okay, it's over. You know, it was a great series. Uh That's kind of how I see it, but... I'm catching uh, uh, Dr. Stone. Yes, that's, that's going crazy right now. Uh, JJK's bro, them animators are getting paid. Mm-hmm. They need to. <laughs> they need to, cause I'm yeah. telling you, like I'm like, yo, I need the next one. I need <laughs> like they need to be dropping like two a week instead of one a week, because I I really want to see how everything is going to progress through everything. Man, listen, read it, you know how it go, but like to actually see it in like. It, it's there, there are no words. 
and listen and i told a lot of people i said this season is about to be full of a lot of trauma so y'all just get i wasn't one of those people saying just get ready and telling people oh y'all about to be feeling this this and this i just said just be mindful about you know when you watch the season just just be prepared that's all i'm gonna say i ain't gonna tell you how to you know be prepared which way or or how but yeah that's that's all i can tell people and Sure enough, I'm like, we ain't even got to the part that's really gonna cause a lot of trauma. But I'm gonna leave I'm, no spoilers. I'm gonna leave that one alone. Uh, and then um for uh did you have anything else, Law? I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh no, um right now I'm just on an anime kick. I'm just catching up on everything that I haven't been watching. Um mm-hmm. you all done dead on luck. Shh man. Man, mm. hey, bruh, that great. That is a. Hey, I never mm. thought that it would be as hilarious as it was, but I I, I enjoyed this show thoroughly. <laughs> <laughs> That's my shit. I uh, I read it. I haven't actually watched the episode yet, but mm. what's yeah. you said? Un- which one? Undead, Undead Unluck. Unluck. Mm. That's that's my shit, bro. I think they like on like in the two hundreds now, two sixty. Um, yeah, Undead Unluck is fire. <laughs> Yeah, if y'all haven't watched that, please be sure that you do. Like, I enjoy the show 100%. Is that on Crunchy? It's on Hulu, actually. Mm-hmm. Hulu. See, mm-hmm. I got to get my streaming services back because I feel like I'm missing out on a whole lot. Like, Yeah, see, I got um a free Hulu service through T-Mobile. So that's how I'm watching. You know, because of commercials and everything and whatnot. And I don't have live TV because I got I YouTube TV. But, yeah. It's, Man, I is what it YouTube is. TV, man. I had to get out of it. They just went up the price to like 85 a month. I was like, yikes. Yeah, they, <laughs> they skyrocketed the price. The only reason why I kept it is because my mom and my brother watch it. So I'm like, okay, we go, we go have to share this like price-wise because that 81 a month is literally like, I might as well just get cable <laughs> at that point. Yeah. I just went on and counseled it and I was like, I was all like, I'm gonna just get the other streaming services that I wanted. <laughs> That's what I just do. Instead of paying eighty dollars for YouTube TV, I mean Hulu Plus Live is ninety something. If they haven't gone up on that, um, it's it's getting fairly close to that. It was like they're going up to like seventy some odd change. And then what what's really got me is that Disney Plus the the mm. yearly subscription. Shot up from seventy nine ninety nine to one thirty nine ninety nine. I was like, "And what on God's green earth made y'all decide to do that bullshit?" Marvel. But the wildest thing is Disney Plus is probably the, the cheapest streaming service right now. Like, I because at first I canceled them, but I was like, "Nah, I think I'm gonna just keep it." And I look at Netflix. Netflix is like fifteen dollars just mm-hmm. for. First of all, when did Netflix have ads? Yeah, I think they start ads. So it's like, and then the premium is like HBO is like $16. Hulu is like $18 without the ads. I'm like, y'all wild. Yeah, it's nuts. That should be another portion of a segment next time we pod. We, we can definitely one. talk about it because Shogo High was talking about like how like the anime streaming services were going up. But I'm like, it ain't just anime streaming services. It's all these streaming services. Oh, they are absolutely insane. So that is definitely a topic for uh for next time because we we definitely have to talk about this and how it's it's crippling us. But also 
uh i'm you know big on paying the actors so please be sure you know you're going to reach these prices please be sure that the actors get uh their fair share of this so yes I'm definitely actors, down with but don't price. be on my behalf how about let the ceo I, I let the cfo let everybody get a pay cut how about that mm -hmm. it, it, i'm i'm down for that too all right uh we're going to move on uh because we got a, a couple of things that we have to touch on one y'all know i don't like invoking the name of livingston allen aka dj academics but i just had to, <laughs> i had I had to bring this up because this this dude, him and Saucy Santana apparently had a little back and forth, and of course, Livingston said some um some slurs and whatnot. And the thing is, you know, it, it, you know, it gets bad when Queen Latifah has to step in, and it was just <laughs> like you got a, a nerve, you got the nerve to be you know to be popping off at the mouth on all of these um people. Uh, and then the black women end up getting it the worst out of all of that. And because the, I, the issue was first with Young Miami, mm -hmm. and Santana was like, "You, you, you, getting buck at a female? Why don't you get buck at a dude?" And that's when they started going back and forth. Mm -hmm. oh. and so and I never seen him. academics. I never seen him with hands. So unless I see him fight somebody and actually come out as the victor. You need to sit down somewhere. I ain't never Bro, seen him clap back an old dude in person. It's mostly well, on the internet, really. He um he clapped back at like uh people like Freddie Gibbs. And, you know, he, he has a beef with him, but that's there's only like maybe a couple rappers that he like actually claps back at or tries to, but he don't got smoke for any anybody else that he be having these off commas with and they'd be like, Yo, who the who the hell are you talking to? And then he shut up real quick. But then when Bro, it comes to these women. He'll he'll say all kinds of disparaging stuff against them, and I'm just like, who is this dude? Why did y'all give him a platform? I, I have a whole pot on why you know he got the platform that he did, but still, I'm just like, yo, this dude is, I I really can't stand this dude at all. Like, it's 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 giving incel behavior. Is dude is stupid. Dude, he really rides Drake to no end, and. And maybe that's what it what it is. When he get his uh, he get his uh inspiration from being a toxic boy like Drake. Mm -hmm. That's just my guess, but yeah, bro, bro <laughs> was just I don't know. And then I had to ask if he was an actual DJ at one point in time, and it turns out he was once upon a time. But I don't know. Y'all gave this dude a platform. This dude has a whole podcast, and it's just like, yo, shut the hell up. Anybody who listens to this dude or takes what he says to heart or follows this dude around, I just got two words for y'all. Touch grass. Because, <laughs> yeah, bro, bro is not it. It is not it. Oh, y'all thought y'all was, I was going to say the other thing? <laughs> <laughs> not shit. <laughs> <laughs> that too. But, um, yeah, he, he, is, he is just not a good person. And he is really not a good person to follow up on. And He's got his followers who will defend him to no end and whatnot. Bro, bro has shit opinions. Bro can't critique anything. He can't critique music fairly. He can't critique artists fairly. He just, he's just not a good person. He's literally in the same realm as the the box of people who I do not like talking about. Of course, uh, if again, if you've listened to this pod, there are a few people who I hate invoking their names. 
on Onika Tanya Mirage Petty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna add her husband to that, Kenneth Petty as well. Uh, Daystar Peterson, Livingston Allen, and I feel like there's one more out there somewhere. But those I know those are like the the main group of people who I cannot absolutely stand talking about. And if you don't know who what their real names are, y'all just do your research. Because <laughs> I've said it multiple times at this point. I know I'm probably late to this, but Incredibles 2 came out in 2018. Yeah. About five years ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I felt like it came out. Okay, I'm sorry. Back to the regular. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, it's it's no big deal, man. I'm glad that you actually <laughs> brought something else up because I, I'm tired of ranting about those um those individuals, especially um DJ Academics. Now, mind you, I'm not the biggest Saucy Santana fan, but then again, that's not my crowd. I'm not gay, so you know it, it, it's not something that I'm going to be listening to. I'm not going to be listening to his music. I'm not going to be following him because that's not that's not my genre. That's not the kind of music that I'm going that I want to listen to. And, you know, I have some issues with Saucy, too, because dude is. I mean, whatever lifestyle that he lives, that's that's his own personal being. And y'all know that I have absolutely nothing but love for LGBTQ plus community. It's just I still can't get over the fact that um, because every time someone mentions Saucy Tantana, I just have this disturbing video of him twerking to changes by Tupac and I was just like no that is the wrong song to do that that is the funniest video I have ever seen in my life because you watch it on mute and you like all right check that ass go on big boy and then you turn the audio on and you like why am I here (laughs) (laughs) that is not the visual I need right now that's not a visual that I want to see anyway but it's just like what? And what makes it worse is it was like during the Black Lives Matter thing, and I was like, "Is this what your PR team came up with?" Like, yeah. let's go back to the drama. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just, funny. It's, it seems that uh, Big AK, as he likes to call, hey himself, yo, always got absolutely um, not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not calling that nigga that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm going to just keep it a buck. Livingston Allen, he always likes to have smoke for women and people who he thinks, you know, are, are you know, I guess people who he thinks are soft. I'm going to just leave it at that. But hold on. Did Soldier Boy clap back at him for that? Because, you know, he big Draco. I, I don't know if Soldier Boy clapped at uh at Saucy. I know Soldier Boy clapped at J. Cole for no, for no reason. He thought that I guess he was... uh coming at him i was like j cole was giving his honest opinion about when he first heard you and then he goes on to say that he actually respects you but then you you focusing and, on that first part and this is like dude what the fuck read listen to the comment he, he, he apologized or something today too or some shit like that but it's like after all the backlash it's like it's too late now yeah like big yeah, dummy it's like bro <laughs> bro was out here actually giving you your flowers but you popped off because he first said that he couldn't get into your music the first time he listened to it. A lot of dudes couldn't get into your music the uh, mm-hmm. the first time they listened to it. Like, you go back to the Crank That era, there was a lot of uh, OGs who was just like, yo, who who is this? Like, this dude's music is trash. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> now, mind you, I was in high school during that period, so obviously I was with it. You know, I was like, it ain't. The most lyrical shit, but I'm a dance to his tracks because they're dance tracks. So, mm-hmm. 
that that was that that was my era. So yeah, once you kind of like know what to expect from an artist, then it's like, okay, what are you making good music in the field that you're staying in the lane that you stand in? And that's kind of how I view it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going in. Like I said, I like YG. I'm not going in expecting Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole out of YG. <laughs> but I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay, do you are you making decent music in the lane that you're in? And that's pretty much what I feel like, you know what I'm saying, J. Cole really should have said, but he had to be politically correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. But it's like also at the same time, like how many more years can you continue to make choreographed dance tracks and it be relevant? Yeah, it was great. Was crazy. Was crazy he out, uh, he did a, some song what a couple of years ago, something that was decent. Uh, that did numbers, but I think it did numbers because of TikTok. So it's more choreography. It's just now he just in the right moments to if he wanted to to keep making that music because you do choreography dance tracks and then TikTok people make it famous. He low he should be capitalizing on that, but he's too busy. Going on rants about, <laughs> yeah, going on rants and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was the first person to drink chocolate milk on the school bus. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying, bro. You ain't lying. Well, either way, guys. Um, I, I just wanted to rant real quick about how I felt about um Livingston Allen and his uh new vendetta with um young miami and saucy santana and just you know you down bad when queen latifah has like has to step in and say something so uh and i was just like i I was waiting for him to say something yeah like boy don't you don't you come for dana don't don't you do it first of all you got queen latifah coming out from under the dryer just to clap back at you you know you got a problem right so I'm just waiting for him to say the wrong thing. I'm like, boy, the moment you say something about Queen Latifah, the entire black community gonna look yeah. at you like you lost the your entire hip hop community. Everybody, the whole platform away. Yeah, at that point, I think he's. I think he realized that's probably not a wise move, so he he's not doing it. But still, yeah, I'm just waiting. It's like, boy, let me let let me find out. Let me find out that you did some or said some shit to her. We we gonna have issue, but. In any case, guys, uh, real quick before we get to the main topic of tonight, uh, I did at least want to uh, give out a a quick highlight. Uh, Missy Elliott is the first female hip-hop artist to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and it is so deserved. Uh, Missy, yes, uh, Missy, a.k.a. Miss Demeanor, she... VA legend, Portsmouth legend, got a street named after her in Portsmouth now. Like, mm. we, it is crazy just how innovative she was in hip hop as far as her videos, as far as, you know, her raps. Granted, you know, they're not the most lyrical thing that you ever gonna hear in your entire life, but just her style of rapping, her. But you have again, to think of her style talk- at the time. Like yeah, what she again, was doing at that time, not. nobody else was doing. And I, no, not I at remember all. when she first came out, folks was like, "She bad weird. Who is this new bitch? And why she got a plastic mm-hmm. bag on?" So, <laughs> like, <laughs> for her and to I like be, the, I like the message she sent. But for her to still be relevant, and a lot of folks that was talking shit about her, they ain't nowhere to be found. So, 
They not. Like, they not. And, and she's still collabing with the new kids. So I'm saying, like, she's still collabing. She's still writing. They're still writing for a lot of people. On top of that, um, mm. and and it's just I, me personally, I've always said that she was uh, a great singer, and she probably could have been a great R&B artist if she decided to go that route. Because mm-hmm. if you listen to some of the uh, background vocals of your your favorite songs, if you listen to Tweet, if you listen to Total, um, there's a couple of artists that are out there. But she's providing well, those she background was vocals. She was writing them songs. She was yeah, an R&B group before, yeah. So, you know, she, she has a voice. And uh, it's like a lot of people sometimes will forget that. I'm just like, yo, y'all know Missy can sing, right? And... I had that conversation with some of my friends and they were, we were talking about just artists in general. And I, I had to say that, you know, she's not like, no, she's not Beyonce, but you listen to any of the background vocals, you listen to, uh, again, some of these other tracks where she might be like a featured artist or she might be, uh, if you look at the, the credits, you'll see her like in the background, those that's her. Uh-huh. <laughs> There was a couple songs that I even forgot that she was background vocals for. I was like, oh, shit. Damn, I forgot about that one. And there's some that, you know, that I knew off rip, like uh, uh, Monica's uh, So Gone. That chorus, that's that's Missy. (laughs) Somebody had uploaded like a whole video, like a bunch, like thing. And it had like 20 different songs that we didn't know she sung background on. And it was Mm -hmm. like some Destiny Child songs. It was like. It was like some songs where you was like, dang, I didn't even know she was back there. So, um, but to what Sapi was saying earlier when she was like, she come in with a plastic bag on and stuff like that. Cause she said the A&R execs were saying that she was too big to do music or mm-hmm. something like that. So mm-hmm. she ended up getting the trash bag and made it blow up to make her look bigger in the video. And I like that, like just sticking it to the fucking producers and shit like that. I like that. Yeah, her creativity was beyond compare. So, you know, if she happens to stumble across this podcast, you know, I'm just want to give her all the flowers because she was doing it in rap, she was doing it in R&B, she's doing it from the uh the writer's perspective, uh, the production uh, perspective. Goodness, I'm stumbling over my words. She um from Dang, Missy make you feel like that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm saying she was also doing some um some A and R work for a lot of these R and B artists uh back in the day as well, and so yeah, uh, it's it's crazy. It's like yo, Missy had a hand in everything, so it's it's really 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 well deserved for her to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and all the props and all the flowers to her. I never got a chance to like actually see her face to face because there was a time where when her street was uh being revealed and whatnot and they were having this big celebration over at Portsmouth. Uh the marching force they were out there to help celebrate. I couldn't go because I had to work. So that I was really, really, really disappointed. But damn, still damn. if I ever was up now saying damn Daniel you missed uh, out. Yeah I, I definitely did. And it's all good though because again if I ever get a chance to you know meet her in person I just you know want to give her all the flowers and all the love because she absolutely deserves it for what she's done for music in general. So uh, hats off to Missy Miss Nermina Elliott. You know, you are appreciated, you are loved, and you are celebrated. And with that, 
now comes our favorite part of the pod, ladies and gentlemen, the main topic. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. This one is a doozy. We have decided to name this topic the city of Atlanta versus Keith Lee. Now, this has been going on, of course, you know, this happened a couple weeks ago, but it's a good time to talk about this now because we think, you know, black American brunch culture is should be a topic in general anyway. But we got we got to talk about how this restaurant and this interaction with Keith Lee, how it pretty much sent shockwaves, quote unquote, throughout the uh, entire brunch system and how this uh, should. <laughs> yes, I'm calling this the brunch system. because it is. <laughs> Listen, when you listen to the beginning of this episode, you'll hear that beginning monologue, ladies and gentlemen. So, yes, this is. I, I just have to throw that out there. Um, I'm going to at least give my opinions in a little bit, but I just have to laugh because of the situation that kind of brought this to light. Now, we know that, you know, Keith Lee is a foodie and, you know, he's an MMA fighter. He goes around, he, he tries out different restaurants. If you haven't followed his TikTok, please be sure that you do. He, you know, gives his review on the restaurants that he goes to and attends to. Uh, he has been fortunate and blessed enough to help different restaurant owners and different uh, restaurants and different uh, people in the community and help being able to uplift them and their spots. You know, a restaurant could be doing poorly. He goes there. He enjoys the food. He posts it on TikTok. Next thing you know, there's hours and hours long waits for those particular uh, food spots. So naturally, I don't know of course, how much of an impact he has. That's crazy. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. Now, the wrestling fan in me got confused at first when I first heard about him because there's a wrestler by the name of Keith Lee who is actually one of my favorite black wrestlers right now. And I was like, Keith Lee going on doing restaurants, and then I see his face, and I'm like, oh, the MMA fighter Keith Lee. Okay. So now that I knew the distinction, I started watching some of his videos, and I see some of his interactions. And, of course, someone always has to say something negative about him because they feel as though if he's – when he gives a bad review, you know, that it's bringing the business down and it's bringing black business down. And I just have to lay all the facts down here real quick before I get, but before I get into my rant, does anybody else want to like comment on this situation before I get into it? No, you go first. <laughs> yeah. I about to say you do your thing. All right. Let me just make one thing clear. Yo, we got to hold ourselves accountable. Black people. We just have to. There is no way that we can be successful out here if we're not holding ourselves accountable. If you are giving poor customer service or if you're giving poor quality food and then you just expect us not to be honest or expect him to be honest and and maybe lie, that's a that's going to affect his brand. Let's just keep it at that. But to get back on the topic, like if you know or rather if someone goes to your spot tries your food it's terrible and he reviews it because people are depending on him to give a review of this certain spot why would you expect him to lie he's going to be 100 genuine and 100 honest now you could have the best food in the world but if your customer service is shit what would you expect and we can't just continue to let that happen, especially in, with with brunch spots and black owned brunch spots. It's more specifically Atlanta black owned brunch spots. 
Now, I'm not a, a native of Atlanta, but I've heard enough and experienced enough of Atlanta culture to know what black brunch culture in Atlanta has, you know, evolved or devolved to. I've seen plenty of videos where brunch spots and I have women twerking up in their booths with hookah smoke everywhere. And I'm just like, well, where's the food? <laughs> Are we in? A, is it a brunch spot or is it a club? They just What's serve uh, salmon bites and, and uh, lamb chops. I, I'm saying $30 lamb and, chops. <laughs> right. Overpriced food for me, for me with poor customer service. Why? For uh, for the ambiance? Just the experience what the restaurant could be and what, you know, what brunch culture has become? Is this what we, we, we bought a vibe now? Is that is that all it is? We're paying for the vibe? <laughs> yes, that's, that's absolutely. That's everywhere. Yeah. That is that's absolutely okay. everywhere. To answer your question, yes. Brunch yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, so that's what it is. I'm paying. The, it's not the fact that the you know the the food is incredibly expensive. You know, it's not. It's not that. It's we're paying for the the whole ambiance of the restaurant. That's what we're paying for. Okay, I see what you're paying going. for. Grass walls. We're, we're <laughs> grass walls. Neon lights. <laughs> Indian lights. That's a good vibes only. <laughs> like, please. We paying for the blueprint. Bless me for real. <laughs> Yo, it's it's just it is so mind boggling how the brunch culture has just become. Now, you know, this is not me saying that you should not go out and enjoy a good, nice Saturday or Sunday brunch. By all means, I'm a fan of brunch. I would love and still love going out to brunch. It's just, I want to make sure that I'm getting a great experience from a customer service perspective and for a food perspective. There is a brunch spot in DC called, well, it's actually a restaurant, but they serve brunch. It's a place called Succotash. Now, mm -hmm. I done been to both spots, one at the National Harbor and one in the middle of downtown. I had a great experience at both, especially the one that I went to recently in downtown, during the uh, Hampton Howard game, the customer service was beyond excellent. Yes, there was it was a little bit of a wait time, um, but that's only because you know we had to make a reservation and whatnot. We got a nice little spot up in the balcony. The food there that we got was incredible, a little pricey, but still incredible. And I get why it was expensive because of the kind of food that they served. But again, that was not my first time being at Succotash, so. Uh, and shout out to them. You know, I, I'm 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 not trying to give you guys free promo, but I just had to use y'all as an example. Uh, but still, that's the kind of experience that we are looking for when it comes to brunch. I'm not sitting here trying to go to a brunch spot where I have a three to four hour wait for overpriced food. That's me. <laughs> And that doesn't allow me to sit and enjoy the company of my friends and family like. I'm waiting three and four hours to maybe get a 45 minutes to an hour in the booth for real, for real. Really? That's what we're doing. And then I, I get that there are going to be some brunch spots that have rules. I get that. And it's, it, it's, it comes with it, I guess, but still some of these rules are absolutely ridiculous and I don't get it. I do not get it. And, and neither did Keith Lee. How is it that he's going to go to a spot and was like, oh, okay, well, it it says it's closed, or oh, or rather, he uh, let me let me get my thoughts together because the story is he wanted to go to this spot, and of course he wanted to order his food before he got there. He could not do it. 
So he decides, they said that they're only taking orders through DoorDash. He goes on DoorDash. The restaurant says that it's closed. Okay, well, he still pulled up anyway. You know, tried to get his uh family and whatnot. And, of course, the restaurant says that they're closed because, you know, due to cleaning and whatnot. Meanwhile, there are people still in there eating, still getting tables and getting serviced. What? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they find out that that's the family of Keith Lee, and, and they see that Keith Lee, and then they try to immediately serve him as opposed to um, serving everybody else. And, of course, he declines because, as he said before, he is a regular person. He's just trying to be like everybody else, you know, have the same experiences. He's not trying to get that celebrity treatment. He just wants to go in, have some food, have good customer service, and be out, and then give y'all a review. Y'all try to treat him like a celebrity. And so with that in mind, he was like, no, nah, you're not about to sit here and treat me special and not help anybody else out. I'm out mm-hmm. and went somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this restaurant in, of course, was called the Real Milk and Honey, which if you know the backstory of the of Milk and Honey and the Real Milk and Honey, that's an interesting story that, that that's a whole nother pod that we got <laughs> that we could talk about, because that's I that's a crazy because there's a Milk and Honey in D.C. And I was like, is this the same Milk and Honey? And folks was like, no, nah, so. I know that it's nah, between that. Yeah, it's it's um at least in Atlanta there was a um a brand split, you know, or a split between management and whatnot. So yeah. Um that's it's just food for copyright. To be honest, I don't know. That's something that I have to look into. All I can say is that you know, when it comes to customer service, guys, like I understand that there are going to be a lot of people out there who are just going to be, you know, for lack of better term, dickheads for no reason. It comes with the being, you know, in customer service, you're going to get those assholes out there who are going to try and, you know, shit on you or do whatever they can to make you look bad because that's just who they are. But the majority of these people want a great customer service experience and want to have great food and, you know, be able to enjoy themselves. I've been in the retail business long enough to know that customer service goes a long way. Mm-hmm. To where not only will you get retention, but they can also make sure that the that all their friends hear about it, and that's how you continue to get business. You know that word of mouth is something strong if your business and your customer service is top tier. But if you're getting out shit service, what did you expect? Now I get why a lot of people didn't speak up because I guess people in Atlanta just kind of got used to it and got numb to it. So they were like, well, this is just Atlanta, you know, brunch culture. This is what it is. But I'm glad that Keith Lee actually opened up some eyes and actually made some people brave. And I'm like, you know what? Why are we paying for shit service? Why are we paying, you know, $60, $70 for some damn chicken and waffles that should only be maybe be 20 You know, why are we paying to wait in three and four hour lines just to be serviced for like maybe only an hour? And then we got to get up for the next customer. Why are we paying to experience something like that 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 should not be the end goal and as a restaurant owner your your main goal should be to offer great customer service and to offer great food but instead because keith lee says something negative about you some of your folks had the audacity to go and make a post about it like and who was keith lee and boy did that work in your favor Goodness now, gracious, boy! Talk about shooting yourselves in the foot again! Like, damn, it's bad enough that he had to go out and say something. It's another for you to go out and actually degrade your own service and just show just how shitty you really are. Like, th- thanks, guys. Thank you for 
for showing us that Keith Lee was telling the truth. Now you, your business is probably going to tank. Yep. But and it's I'm gonna get watching my them, about that. Watching them crumble. <laughs> I said, and we low key watching them crumble. Like yeah. uh, some somebody did a walkthrough of that uh, area, and their building was empty. completely empty. <laughs> and then the one next door was packed. The one that Keith Lee actually went to. So I'm like. Hey, y'all might need to make an apology. Maybe get him out there to come eat. Like something needs to get done. <laughs> like definition of biting the hand that feeds you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, it's it's so annoying. Just and like how you were saying, we need to accept accountability um, as black people. And it's also like it's just annoying how like he been doing this and he been critiquing it and stuff like that. And now people was all like, Oh, he going to mess around and beef with the wrong one. And somebody going to kill him. I'm like, bro, George Zimmerman is still walking around and you niggas is talking about fighting and hurting somebody that ain't doing shit wrong, but critiquing, but for for doing the fucking review. Meanwhile, you got niggas like George Zimmerman still walking around and all of a sudden now this is the nigga that y'all want to get at and shit. Like, that shit is always whacking me. That shit is annoying. And it's crazy, bro. And, and it's crazy because Keith Lee says in his videos, like, yo, don't make disparaging comments towards the company. Don't make disparaging comments towards the workers. You know, mm-hmm. you can stay, you know, don't do not do anything that's going to put anybody's family in danger. But especially mine, you know, Keith Lee had to make that clear because the dude is an MMA fighter, y'all. I don't think y'all about to walk up on this dude or, or roll up on this dude. Like, unless y'all, unless y'all really just want to, you know, see Jesus early. But <laughs> like, bro, <laughs> nigga got four losses total on his record. Right. <laughs> so, and over twenty wins, and those are professionals. <laughs> like you, Joe yeah. Blow off the street is gonna get hurt. I- I'm saying, I'm saying. Uh, but in, in any case, man, like he tries to, you know, tell his fans and whatnot, you know, do not, uh, you know, be negative towards this business. Uh, but then when you're a business and you be negative back and you show that you are indifferent towards his opinions and whatnot, now everybody looking at you like, well, oh, okay, well, he was telling the truth the whole time about y'all customer service. So, yeah, we're going to go over here instead. And it's just, I just have to say this again, like, we have to be able to hold ourselves accountable when it comes to these things, like, especially when it comes to brunch, especially when it comes to these uh, these new age hairstylists. Um in anything that we do, we just have to be sure that we hold ourselves accountable and continue to offer great service because that's how we get our business. You know, I'm not going to sit here and pay $300 for you to retwist my hair and then you want me to come with it, you know, pre-washed and not have this, this, that, and the other and whatnot. And it's just like, come on, bro, really? Is that is that what we're doing? And I know we I've had this talk with Johnny before um, on this spot as well, but it's it's the same thing. Like, Y'all, we just have to do better uh, overall in general. And as a people, we need to hold ourselves, again, accountable so that way we can fix whatever's wrong. And then for the next time, when new customers come in, they can have a more enjoyable experience. And then when they have it, they can tell their friends and their friends can come in and continue to bring in revenue. And I'll say this too, KJ. It's a difference between knowing your price or knowing your worth and just gouging. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, okay, what are you doing that is going to suffice for me to pay you, like you said, three hundred dollars, 
versus me going to someone else who is charging $70 and they're giving me, like you said, the wash, the retwist, the style, you know what I'm saying? The whole nine and it lasts, you feel me? The people that are doing it for the 300, you go there on Monday and you looking like Sunday by Wednesday. It's a difference between, you know, paying for somebody's worth and actually paying for quality service. I would much rather have quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, you ain't say nothing but a word, man. I ain't say nothing but a word. Any any other comments? I do have a comment. I just want to um shine light on I forgot the name of the restaurant that he went to, but it was a gentleman who had a food truck for um I guess it was wings. And it was like it was so beautiful how he was just like, Oh, I heard that you were around the area and I was so scared for you to come because I'm just starting out and you know, I don't um I'm not prepared for a big food critic like you to come. And he's like, sir, you know, it's fine. I just want to try out the wings. People say that it's really good. And he came, I think he came back again the next day because he was like, these wings are just so good. And the dude already had a line waiting for him and he wasn't even open yet. So, I mean, it is, it, it just goes to show if you really stick to what you love to do and you put your all into it, people going to come. And I'm mm -hmm. like, that's really what it's all about you know as you said if you love what you do and then if you love being able to uh, serve other people and just being a foodie in general um if i know that i'm going to love a spot and i go to the spot and i absolutely love it and i love the customer service i'm gonna keep coming back and so to have someone like keith lee be able to uh, go to that spot, enjoy it, and then being able to bring business to that uh, that food truck, that just shows, you know, what it really means to actually help these restaurants out and help them thrive. Like, we can be successful if we just even just follow basic principles. Yes, there's more that goes into, you know, Black businesses, especially being in the food business. There's a lot that goes into it. But just the simple things as having great customer service, it's going to go a long way. And then having great-ass food on top of that is going to take you even further. Yep. So, yeah, any more that, comments on it? Even, and then the people like that's not even doing their homework, talking about he's tearing down black businesses and all of that, or tearing down businesses in general. But he, he like, his whole thing has been going to these businesses and then he's mm -hmm. changing their lives by how busy that they are. And stuff like that. So I don't understand where that is coming from. I don't know if it's just, you know what I'm saying, niggas that don't, they're just following some kind of wave or whatever. But like, if you just new to this and you just feel like Atlanta is the only place where black people was at, because like he's been all over the country going to different mm -hmm. black businesses and helping them out. So I don't understand where it's coming from, where they talking about he's destroying black businesses either. Like Which that shit is think wild. About too. So boom, if you got a, a 7 out of 10 on your chicken, right? And Keith Lee reviewed it. That makes people want to go see, okay, let's see if the chicken is actually 7 out of 10. And then you actually mm -hmm. go, and in your opinion, it's a 10 out of 10. Guess what? Mm -hmm. It's going to build amongst itself. Like, granted, yeah. it might have been his flavor palette. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, like, 
they're mad at him for his opinion. That's the crazy part. Yeah. <laughs> like he's a food critic. Bro, he did he not and he not yelling at nobody. He not, not doing nothing crazy. Jordan Gordon Ramsay is going in there throwing plates at niggas. Yeah. <laughs> and ain't nobody fucking shit on this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like they, yeah. they, they, they just like yes, nigga. yes. <laughs> Like this nigga Gordon Ramsay throwing plates at niggas. The other nigga on bar rescue, fucking doing all sorts of crazy shit. Keith Lee is literally like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? This is my experience. And he says the same thing like keeps, I mean, uh, Kay said earlier, this is my opinion. Don't go in there and spam hate it just because of my opinion. Go try it yourself. Exactly. He's never been hateful. So I don't understand why, you know what I'm saying, that animosity is going towards that dude. Is this still cancel culture being prevalent in today's day and age yes very yeah, much so. the way it that is. i feel about cancel culture you can't cancel me if you never fuck with me anyway so how mm-hmm. you're not really canceling me <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> like i can understand like if you if you was somebody that was always listening to my podcast and then you cancel me that's different but random niggas like that never fuck with kickly anyway talking about they canceling him you never fucked with them so how are you canceling them yeah, exactly Exactly. And then it goes back to that thing. Like if he goes into a restaurant and gives nothing but good reviews, you know, and lies, and then you go to that restaurant and it's the worst experience ever, you're going to look at him like you're not telling the truth. So, you know, that's why he always says that he has to be honest with these things and he's going to be 100 percent honest because one. He wants to be sure that everyone has a great, you know, their own experiences. But two, that's going to affect his brand. If I go up in there, if I'm a food critic and I go up and I say, oh, yes, this is uh, the greatest food that I've ever had in my entire life when it really was shit. Mm-hmm. And then y'all come in that bitch and y'all be like, yo, y'all go come at me and be like, hey, yo, you told me that this food was the greatest thing that happened on planet Earth. And yet I go in this bitch and it tastes like a pack of ass. Like, what are we doing here, bro? Like, why, mm-hmm. why did you have to lie? And that goes back to the uh, the anger translator uh, for Keith Lee. If y'all haven't seen those videos on TikTok, Bruh, that video sure is hilarious. <laughs> um, I think dude's name was what Farad or something, but yeah, he he is absolutely hilarious doing that. He's just like, bitch, do you want me to it's be honest? The way he <laughs> It is it is so funny because is 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 just a, a crazy experience. But um, this is this is pretty much my opinion on this. Atlanta brunch culture has to change. You know, uh, a lot of things in Atlanta has to change. Like I I don't seen that me. I don't know where I got the meme from, but someone had the Atlanta GA destruction button, and I immediately downloaded that. Like, yep, that is going in the clip because. Too many times has Atlanta been uh, a trending topic for the wrong reasons on social media. So, yeah, uh, t- that Atlanta GA destruction button is definitely needed for this. Like the, the whole Atlanta brunch culture needs it and a reset. So uh, in the case of the city of Atlanta versus Keith Lee, uh, we, the jury, find the plane of Keith Lee uh, innocent, not guilty. And of course, we find the city of Atlanta brunch culture guilty of all the charges. So please, please be sure that you change. Yes, please be sure that you change this brunch culture around, guys. Customer service first and foremost, above everything else. You treat your customers right, everything else is gonna follow. Customer right. service, get paid. Exactly. Service. Yep. Back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. 
so with that, uh, are there any new businesses that anybody wants to uh, highlight real quick before we do the rundown and get the hell up out of here? Hmm, new business. I didn't even thought of nothing like that. That's interesting thing. <laughs> okay, well, um, if there are none that we can think of, Steve, you go. You can of course talk about uh, Blur Mind Productions. That's something that we can oh, add yeah. to the list. Uh, Blur Mind Productions is something that I had uh, started. A company that I started. Um, it's uh, my webtoons, but we also went the route of making audio books. Um, so we're doing audio dramas, and they're on Spotify right now. We have Wake the Dead going right now. We have uh, Crossroads and Confessions coming soon, which is in productions right now. And then we're trying to do this other one. It's called If You Let Me, but that's going to be way down the line. But we're we're coming up with a lot of audio dramas. We're trying to do that and do the webtoon. So, yeah, man, it's a company started by me and Alpha. Um, and we just really just trying to get it, uh, trying to help out some voice actors that wanted to get into voice acts and practice and that helps us out as well so <laughs> but yeah man that's just something that we're coming up with uh we're still in the works and we uh we've been going for about a month now and it's actually been really well so far so i appreciate everybody that's been supporting uh we just got to a, uh 880 um listens already so in a month i think mm. that that's pretty good <laughs> you know what i'm saying like right, man. yeah so we just try to keep going we're 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 um i'm definitely adding that to the list here so whenever we do the rundown of course we will uh all, always remember to mention blur my productions so all right guys if there be no other new business we are gonna go ahead and uh do the rundown and then sign off so if this is your first time listening to the Chaotic Culture Podcast, the rundown, of course, is where we give shout-outs to all of our podcast content creators, Black artists, and Black businesses who have either been a part of this show or who have supported this show in one way or the other. So with that, we always will start with our uh, podcast, um, and then I'm going to divvy it up amongst our members, you know, once we get a solidified list again. But, you know, things have changed, of course. So with that in mind, uh, shout-out to Shogo High, Inside the Mind of a Blurred. I got to throw the other two gangs that I'm a part of. Shogo High will be coming this Friday as well. If you are listening to it on the day that this episode drops, um, please be sure that you tune in uh, to us as we part about the, the happenings that are happening in anime, uh, which will again be this Friday, November 11th. So be sure that you tune into that. Uh, at least I think it's November. It might be November 10th. November 10th. I'm sorry. I'm getting my days mixed up but anyway yeah it'll be this friday on uh x live on x spaces or twitter spaces whatever um definitely shout out to law he just had to dip but um yeah uh shout out to mike check waifu waifu worst generation pod and blanime podcast of course i am a patreon subscriber to all three of those podcasts as well as a patreon i think am i a patreon subscriber inside the mind of a blur steve yeah if uh, not i need I to so. okay go check but, but I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm part of the podcast anyway, but I I definitely need to be a Patreon subscriber anyway. Oh, I am. I am because I still yeah, get yeah, the yeah. update. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. All right. So uh, big shout out to Mike Check, Wife of Wife, Worst Dan and Blanime. And definitely big shout out to Worst Dan and Blanime, who are collectively known as Anime After Dark. Uh, please be sure that you tune into Anime After Dark CH on X Spaces every Thursday at uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. 
of course, of course, big shout out to the Truth and Transparency podcast with Brother X, the culture scientist, and Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith just got engaged to his sweetheart. So, dang, that whole that whole pod about to be married. Shout out to y'all, man. Y'all doing big things over there. Definitely got to have y'all on. We may have y'all on for the uh, Dreamville episode if y'all are available. So, definitely would love to include y'all. Uh, shout out to the session with Jay and Trey. I'm not sure when it's going to come back, but hopefully it, it will. But both of them are two band directors doing their thing. So, yeah. Uh, Kay Renee is getting her uh, podcast back together. So, uh, shout out to her when she does. But please be sure that you check out her novellas under the pen name Sedona Rose, which is available on Amazon Kindle. A uh, shout out to It's So Real with Raquel and Onaji. A uh, shout out to Dad Needs to Talk with Rob the Father of Ash. And I'm a little good where shit gets critical. Uh, Geek Set Podcast. Uh, anime Junkies, Three Weaves in a Podcast, uh, Those Anime Girls, Anime's Anime, and of course, a shout out to my boy, uh, Jay Mills, and The Commute. With uh, Black Content Creators, of course, we got Black Anime with Aaron, HBCU Anime with Evan, shout out to Sundari with our girl Erica, uh, definitely shout out to Cerberus Entertainment, shout out to Taddy Poodle and the Geechee Gamer, who are both major streamers, definitely shout out to those girls doing big things. Of course, shout out to Icarus Metro Comics with uh, my boy Calvin. Shout out to Hubtaku. Y'all already know. You like Hubtaku has been doing a lot, a lot of work. So if you have not been paying attention, please be sure that you follow them on all social media. They've been putting in a lot of work. Uh, definitely shout out to Shelby with uh, Simply Janine, Simply Baked, and Rose Less Traveled. Uh, big shout out to Strange Keith with Idols Icons. Uh, definitely got to give a big shout out again to Toasty Marshmallow. Uh, Simone with Buy Simone Malcolm, Courtney with None of My Friends Watch Anime, and now officially Scuba Steve and Alpha with Blurred Mind Productions. For our black artists, shout out to our very own NASA, of course. Shout out to our boy Scoozy. Shout out to Jack Union, Phil.me, Ellis Quinn, RJ Stackhouse. Shout out to our boy Quarter. As always, shout out to Tyrone Leak Jr., who has once again provided us with a dope intro and outro so definitely shout out to tyrone for that we appreciate you bro uh shout out to a girl Ari lachelle who was actually at hampton's homecoming and got a, a great experience as well and she's been doing big things with the music so please be sure that you follow her and shout out to our boy zach Hines with fortresses our girl elena and of course our girl zainab and then for black businesses already paid by dre fresh nurse righteous minds by timo kss brand by christina Cream Cosmetics by Naima, Mind Over Money by Miss Tremaine, Studio Maho with Pat and Yin, Concept Moon, She Designs Too with Aaron, Black Magic slash Lit Wands with Low and T, H4 Creative by Miss Zenobia, Real Estate Stone by Miss Meredith, Soul by Bell by Miss Mariah, uh, GV GVO with our girl Nasa again, uh, Coasters Bar and Grill, which of course is located here in Hampton at Buckrow Beach, and uh, Scrappy Sentiment with our girl Sappy. That is the rundown, ladies and gentlemen. So be sure that you like, share, and subscribe to the Chaotic Culture Podcast on your favorite DSP. Be sure that you subscribe to the Patreon for early access to podcasts and bonus episodes of the podcast. You can subscribe at any of the four levels, whether it be $3, $5, $7, or $10. It doesn't matter. We still appreciate your support. Be sure that you go to patreon.com forward slash chaotic culture pod to subscribe. You can follow our Facebook page at Chaotic Culture Podcast. You can also follow us on IG at Chaotic Culture Pod and follow us on X slash Twitter at Chaotic underscore Culture. You can follow me, Ked the Pro, that's K3D the Pro on all social media. You can follow Miss Nasa at underscore call me Nasa on all social media. You can follow Law on IG at L.JR underscore 96 and on Twitter at Law 96 underscore. 
You can follow Miss Sappy at Scraps14 on all social media. You can follow Johnny on all social media at J. Lee Trey. And, of course, you can follow Scuba Steve at Scuba Steve1428 on all social media. And this has been another edition of the Chaotic Culture Podcast. So until next time, folks, remember, embrace the culture, chaos rules. Be blessed. Be safe. God is love. Two up, two down. It's the KKP on your mother flipping airways. Hear the name ringing through the halls and the stairways. You were listening to a bar that can segue. All the latest toppers guaranteed to fill your headspace. It's a safe place to voice your opinion. Say what you feel, just like you're a kid again. Kid to pro and friends, black as obsidian. Chaotic culture, that's the world we living in. So what's the word? You are now tuned in to the Chaotic Culture Podcast. And...